I don't wanna go to work. I just wanna chill and play all day. Look 'em dead in the face and say, I wish I could just be still asleep while you work. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Jobs Blow podcast with Brianna and Josh. The podcast for dreamers with day jobs. Thank you so much for joining us again. We're so excited to be back here in New York City at the Comic Strip Live Studios. Another episode with another guest. And we're just super thankful for everybody who's been tuning in and listening. Uh, we want to thank some people uh, for their reviews and their, their insight and some of the emails we got. One specifically, X Luna. 83. Thank you so much for the reviews and for the ratings you're giving us on Apple Podcasts. Anybody else, we're going to start thanking all of you guys for doing that, so we really appreciate you. Yes, and remember, while this podcast was born out of our frustrations of working a day job, we're hoping to provide some inspiration in your pursuit of a dream job as we pursue ours. We need to throw some other words in there, like motivation and... Perspiration. Perspiration. It's like all part of it, but yeah. Anyway, hi, Brianna. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you, Josh? I'm Why okay. don't you go first today, since you always make it like you I always make me, it about you. And, no, you always yeah. ask me and then act like I'm a bad guy for not doing so. <laughs> What's going I, on? I, I mean... I, you know, I'm like having one of those weeks. Like, it's easy to say, "Ugh, I need a job. I need like some kind of thing to work on." You know what I need? I don't need a job. I need time. I need time where I love my little guy at home, but like time to just like work on something without. I I love him climbing on me and daddy, daddy, come, come, come. And he takes me in the other room to show me something, uh, or just all the other things that we're doing, all the all the scheduling and just life and projects and people coming. You, but like, I I would love like a week. Not a vacation, just a week to like sit and just get some of these projects that I've been peripherally working on just done or mostly done. <laughs> That's what I need, right? If anyone could provide time, I would really appreciate that uh, in an email or just like regular mail. I'd appreciate it if you could send that in. Thanks. No, I feel you. But I have to say um, the time that I've been given with Ella these past months um, as we're, we've been doing this and I've been consulting, I... I they're so invaluable. invaluable. Like, I, I just, I was watching actually some old old videos of her when she was really little the other day, and I was just like, where did that time go? Yeah. You know, it goes so fast. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. Yeah, I no, am, no, but. Because I get up. He comes over and goes, Daddy, uh, you know, play? And mm-hmm. I say, yes, and I get up, and then I'm, the same thing, I saw pictures of Avery from when she was two, and I was like, man, I was like, this is just, it just goes so quick. Yeah. But you also need time to do your stuff. You know, how do we make these dreams come true? You got to make time for it. No, I know. Well, and Ella had a field trip today down to South Street Seaport to go sailing. Mm -hmm. And I have always been a maniac when I can't be there on these field trips to just make sure she doesn't get lost or or anything. Um, So, of course, this, you know, the last two days, Brian and I have been like, don't talk to strangers. Don't fall off the boat. <laughs> like, you know, like wear your seatbelt on the bus. And I've like this whole day. I've been trying not to think about the fact that she's there, and you know, right. so I'm sure right. she's fine. One of those days. Yeah, but this Friday's the big talent show. Oh, oh the dance. Yes. Oh, she doesn't know so about that our either. guest Nagin, I'm going to tell. So um, Ella wanted to do the talent show. She's been very much into dancing. Are we going to get video or like pictures of this on the of website? Course. Because I feel like our fans are hundreds and hundreds <laughs> are really into of this. fans. Can't wait to see the video of, of Ella this. and two other girls doing the Rhythm Nation 
dance oh, wow. from the video. We've been working very hard on Which, this. Which, to be honest, choreographing. I've been choreographing with them from a video online. I edited music. Uh, Josh helped me with the music, which I didn't tell you we had to edit again oh, because no. Janet says the word damn and the school had a problem with it. So it yeah, but had she was to... clearly talking about a way to stop water from rushing uh, down I the know. river. So we had to like it literally the music has a weird pause <laughs> where the, where uh, she used to say damn. But anyway, maybe you can just insert slam. I don't know. Well, anyway, <laughs> it's this Friday, the show. Excited. So very so excited. excited. Um they all have their little black caps, and they'll wear all black. So it's very Ooh. exciting. All right. What's the name of our episode today? Natural Beauty. With? Nagin Niknajad. There it is. Did I do it? Yes. Okay. That well, sounds so lovely. Well, and I have to say, <laughs> Nagin is lovely for everyone who can't see her, but will probably be posting photos. I met Nagin um, 2013 or 14, maybe. We worked in the same building. And she has her own skincare line, Just Be, and she had her little studio where her um, clientele would come for different services, but she also sold her products. But I saw her on her bike one day riding to the office, and there's just a light around this woman, like an, uh, this positive energy, and I'm like, I need to know this person. <laughs> So, being who I am, yeah, is it weird? I is don't the know light how... reflecting off of her <laughs> in that just, way, or is it like is it emanating halo. from it's her? It's like a halo. Um, but I don't even know how we ended up meeting. I think it was because we had a, a mutual bathroom on the floor because this yes. building was ghetto. I mean, literally. <laughs> Wait, tell me that. Were you doing? You were doing the skincare line back then. Yes. yes. So you would go. Uh, t- did you say you would go and visit her? Sometimes I would go and- visit her when I. So I worked for some very difficult people. I had an amazing junior staff. We we had a great office, but I had some difficult people that I worked for. And when I was frustrated, I would go to Nagin's studio, and she would either have me smell something, or give me a little rub on my shoulders. <laughs> Or um, a little rose water, a little rose water, some bells. But even stuff. just her energy, like, helped me sometimes get through my day. Do you do so. breathing exercises? Because you look just like super calm, like just at peace. <laughs> I do. I mean, this is my natural state okay. for sure. But you know, I can also, you know, when I'm out of balance, you know, I can go either way. Right. But I think you did re- Reiki on on me once too. Yes. Yeah. Actually, Reiki was the first thing that sort of started coming into my realm, and I had no idea what it was. And I, it was probably like in the late, maybe it was like the year two thousand, because I, um, I was seeing this magic lady, Sonia, and she was my therapist, and <clears throat> she was, I mean, she really helped me change my life. What is Reiki? So Reiki is energy healing. Um, and you know, we are all healers and we are all artists. That's why I don't call myself a healer nor an artist because we already are those things. Um, but you know, we all have healing abilities. You know, some people have, you know, have stronger, they're stronger in that aspect than other people. Um, Jesus was a, he, he, he was, I feel like he was like the original Reiki master, Um, but yeah, so she, my therapist at that time, she was a Ray, um, she did Reiki and I said, what is that Sonia? And so we did a session 
and I really felt it. And you know what Reiki does? It uh, the way I describe it is, you know, when you clean up your room or like a space, and you're like, oh, it just feels better. It's the same thing. So you're, you know, you're clearing out blockages in your in your body, in your aura, just you know, in in, in our energy fields that are bro- blocking the flow of chi. Is it like energy. through breathing or conversation or how do you? No, it energy. Yeah. I know, like but ha- she literally holds her hands over your oh, body. Word? And yeah, yeah. I had it done one other time before. Uh, a woman that lived in my apartment building that I met in the elevator because this is <laughs> my life. Yeah, I mean, it's it's energy. I mean, we're everything is is energy. is energy. Well, so let's take a step back, and we need to ask you our questions. What is your job title? I'll give you a few of them. <laughs> I I am the founder and maker of Just Be Skin Line, which is um, it's an organic and handcrafted skincare line um, that was born in the wee hours of 2008. And I am a Reiki master, which is you know the first thing that I started to really practice, which was solely for my own um, well-being. Um, and I'm also a licensed esthetician and three states and and I'm an herbalist but aren't you a skin is it skin chef is that what you and I am a skin chef I like that sounds a little dirty but I love it (laughs) I like that one a lot that's a good title is that is this your dream job are are those all well to me um it's not even a job it's just what I'm what I do and it took you know it took me years to to find out you know what it is like what's my purpose what am I good at you know, what am I supposed to do? Um, you know, I I have my bachelor's degree in accounting. And I was, I took the LSATs twice. Um, Interesting. And, yeah, I, I wanted to be a tax attorney, which I don't even know oh how God, I got that. Oh, my God, you are so not a tax attorney. Yes. And, and so when I took the LSATs, I was like, Oh my God, what am I supposed to do with my life? You know, because I saw all these people there going to do the same thing, which again, you know, a kick ass lawyer, good for you if Mm -hmm. you're that. And if that is like, you know, that is your calling because um, if something is your calling or even. Even if people get confused about, oh, what if I'm not good at anything and. Who, who cares? Like, no one, you can't, we can't judge ourselves all the time. We do, but it's not the good place to be at. But I also, like, read somewhere one time, it's not really, like, what you do. It's how you do it. And I think that changes everything, you know? Like, you start to look at yourself as a professional. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, if I meet someone and they, you know, whether they're a surgeon or, like, a bathroom attendant, you can tell, you know, who's an artist and who's working, you know, with with this like with art. So I think that has a lot also to do with, you know, finding, you know, finding passion because maybe you can be really, really good at something if you like sit, switch gears as to thinking like, oh, I can how can I do this and be the best of it, mm. be the best in. Well, I think a lot of people are driven by making money you know and how they're going to survive i mean i moved here 
without any money and my whole the whole time it's been I have to have a job I have to have like you know health insurance and that's what drove me to always find work I, I never could take a step back and just be like what do I truly want to do because I was so determined to stay in New York City it was how do I stay in New York City not saying I didn't eventually do what I wanted to do but yeah. you know I had some other jobs that but anyway back to you what job did you have that blew that you could tell us about? I mean, I was always the girl that, you know, got into fights with everybody I worked with. Because I just, like, I didn't want to be told what to do. Um, I did have some really amazing um, people that I worked with. But I always felt like, you know, I was just, like, telling everyone what to do. And... I don't know. I always tell my mom, I'm like, if you're going to tell me how to do something, tell me something I don't know, you know? <laughs> and so, I don't know. I I didn't, and I think it's because I was always just supposed to work for myself. Mm -hmm. um, but I do really appreciate, I did, I do appreciate some of the people I worked for, and they were amazing people. Mm -hmm. um, but right before... So, you know, I was going through some really dark times, you know, with with myself um, right before I had, you know, I, I enrolled in esthetique school at the Veda Institute. It was in 2005. Um, and I had to soberize. I had to get my life together. And I always felt that. And so that's kind of like where I was. <clears throat> and I was about to start school. And I was worried. I said, oh, my God, you know, I haven't been to school since college. And I don't know if I could do this. Am I going to be good? Am I going to get the good? And, you know, and I was in this place where I was, you know, s like sober. Like it was something new for me. And um, and I was working. And you know, at that time, I was also, you know, had my one foot in acting. Um, I had I was doing some modeling. I was, you know, also um, at this particular time, I was um, waitressing at this restaurant and I got into a fight <laughs> with the manager. It was at lunchtime <coughs> and he was I mean, he was such a ugh. inappropriate. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he was. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's an 11 on the Me Too scale right there. Yeah. <laughs> literally he would you know like scream at people and it was just like not a good environment so i got into a huge fight with him and i was just like that's it i'm leaving and that was the last you know that was the last waitressing job i ever had and so again, it was because of him it was kind of yeah. you know i was just like no and i was like oh my god now i have no job and i'm gonna start this you know program and i i'm sober uh, you know, going through some like dark stuff, mm -hmm. and somehow, by the grace of love, I made it. I graduated top of my class. I got a ninety-eight. Wow! And I actually booked two hair campaigns while I was, you know, in school. But you know, I was. It was also like a time of okay. I need to really focus. And, you know, like I would have, I remember like I would make like quinoa and like beans with like cilantro. That was like my, and it's like, that's not expensive, you know? So I was really, you know, in a place I was, 
kind of like living off of my credit cards, but I was very into myself, like into my work, into my school. I really like dove in. How and does, I was how proud of myself because I didn't I didn't think I was going to do it, but I did it and I came out, you know, at the top of my class and I felt good. That's um, crazy. So how does it feel to hear us say things like you've got this great energy and this light around you coming from all of that? Like, right, because I got to say, honestly, you telling me that you used to get into fights with people seems like the furthest thing I yeah. could just you're right. Like there's this calming energy around you when you're talking to you and like and uh looking at you and like making eye contact like not everybody has that you know so it is an interesting journey that i would actually love to hear because i want to know specifically how you even got on the path to tax lawyer you know and then how (laughs) that led to what you're doing now that seems like a crazy journey to me but first how do you feel when you hear us say all these things about you coming from that place that you used to be I mean, it feels good, but I, I also feel like, you know, we, especially now, you know, when I hear these things like, oh, good vibes only, it's just like total BS to me because, no, we're, it's not always good vibes, you know, like tell that to someone who is trying to figure out how to like sell these two, you know, uh, I literally met this man once when I was traveling and he was selling these fans and I was like, and there was just I'm like, who's going to, like I was saying, I'm like, who's going to buy that? And he was literally, you know, I talked to him and he said like, you know, he just wants to buy some potatoes to feel, you know, to feed his kids. So it's like, wow. what about good vibes only for him? You know? So it's like, I myself, I'm a perfectionist. I try to get away from like stuff like that. That's always going to make me feel like I have to be the best version of myself all the time, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not really, that's not really natural. I think, you know, the natural way is to sort of like, you know, somehow place ourselves between the light and the dark mm-hmm. because, and that's where I am right now. I'm really trying to embrace of course, you know, it feels great when someone's like, oh, my God, Nagin, you know, you look amazing. You feel amazing. I love the light that's surrounding you. And it's, yeah, I do, too. But, you know, sometimes, like, that's not really, like, where I am. Mm-hmm. But, again, I always tell myself it's not really, like, you know, like, if you go left or right. It's, oh, you know, the most important journey is to always, like, come back to the center, you know, to find that that you know that little thin line no and i i appreciate that you're honest and you're not saying oh this is you know i'm always up and because that is not the reality but you know i haven't seen you in a while but you've you've just always brought joy to me when i've been in your presence i haven't had the pleasure of (laughs) of yeah i mean i definitely i was the mess i I definitely feel like you know like i'm a good person like when i when i go to sleep at night i fall asleep love you know easily i i like myself and i definitely am like the helper i love to help people even the other day (laughs) these two like they're maybe like they're a little older, but they're travelers. They look European, and they're, like, with their map, you know, with their suitcase. And it looked like they had just gotten off the subway, you know, from JFK somewhere. 
I'm like, do you two need help? They're like, oh my God, yes, you know? And like, you know, everybody else is just passing by. And I think it's just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm in the detail. I like the, to look at the details of life and the daily stuff. So I actually like <laughs> doing that too. Like when you see people looking up and around and like no one's helping them, I'm like, can I, can I help? Yeah. You yeah. Like My we, problem we is have in to Soho, be good I, I used yeah. to do that and send people the wrong way because I didn't no. really know what I was doing either, but I wanted to help them. And then yeah. I'd be like, shit. I'm also the person that like people come up to me all the time. And I, I like to think it's because they feel my my helpful energy that they know that I want to help but I reserve myself to believe now that it's because they subtly think that if this goes bad they can kick my ass because I'm only like 5'3 mm-hmm. right so even the little old ladies are like I got this guy if he got, if he freaks out he's ending up on the subway tracks anyway yeah so. nothing makes me feel worse when I can't help someone like I was walking up here the other day and a woman's like do you know where Lens Crafters is and I didn't but damn it I really wanted to help her but <laughs> Then I passed it and I was like, shit, there it is. But anyway. That's such a lie. You gave her the finger and walked the other way. Yeah, that's true. No? Um, anyway, let's go back to your your uh, career journey, though. So to Josh's point, uh, why did you start down the tax attorney path to begin with? And tell us a little bit about your background, too, yeah. because you do have an interesting accent in there, too, that I'm having a hard oh time God, placing. do I? Um, I always think, think that I sound like a valley girl when I hear myself. <laughs> No, no, I but, know. I know from reading your website, you do have a specific background, but I also hear it, so I want you to explain it. So I'm I'm Persian. I I was born in Iran, and then we left when I was eight, and I lived in Spain for a couple of years, and <clears throat> then I found you know my family and I we finally made it to America. That was like the destination. Um, How old were you when you came here? I was. I was 10 when I arrived here, but I left Iran when I was, you know, almost eight. And did you land in New York when you came? No, they went to No, I... No, when they got to the U.S. No, I we landed in Tampa. Oh, God <gasps> for... Oh, Jesus. Oh. Welcome show. to yeah. America, Thank Tampa. God, thank God yeah. they got you out of there. Do you remember Iran? Of course. Yeah. You miss it? Do you go back? Um. Well, we... I wasn't a... You know, we weren't allowed to go back for a long time right. but I finally made it back in 2009 which you know my so the reason I would always say I would go back to Iran was with my three aunts from my my father's side I was really close to them um, and so in 2008 one of my aunties she was diagnosed with terminal cancer and so I was like oh my god I have to go back and at the moment, I had was you not seen her since no, you left? since we left mm. in the middle of the night, wow. smuggled out of my country. Get out of here! Really? That's the story. Yeah. Wow. Was that during the? Set, it was late during 70s? the war. Yeah. yeah. It was after. It was post the revolution. So we left Iran in '82. Okay. And Maybe then even why 81. did you have family in Spain or was there like a, a specific reason for that? No, we were actually only supposed to be in Spain for two weeks until we got our papers, right. you know, um, worked out. But then it ended up taking two years, which is, I mean, we loved Spain. Yeah. Where and, were you in Spain? In Madrid. Okay. You speak Spanish now? I do. Awesome. Spanish is my second language. And when I moved to Tampa, my tutor was in Española. Because I didn't, I didn't really speak English. Oh right, amazing. So English is my third language. And then when did you come to New York from Tampa? 
or was that a long? Did you grow up in Tampa? No, so we were in Tampa for maybe three years, and then moved to New Jersey. Okay. Sorry about that. Oof. Yeah. Jersey. You you really were introduced to some <laughs> some of the best states. Which, which exit on the on the I mean, turnpike? New Jersey. You know, New Jersey has a bad reputation. No, I'm teasing, but. Yeah, I'm too, yeah. <laughs> I tell you, every person you'll meet that's like a New Yorker, but that's also from New Jersey, they're fucking cool. Yeah, so are Ohioans, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay. I am serious. <laughs> I have a lot of family, and my mother lives in Jersey. Hi, everyone. Uh, <laughs> just teasing. But it does stink. It has a it has a universal odor in that state. I just don't get it. Really? I didn't, oh, I didn't know that. Where were you in New Jersey? Where were you? I never smelled it. It's the Garden State, honey. Don't diss Jersey. I think that's like it's trying to like rebrand itself, but it smells like garbage. New Jersey, (laughs) that must be the garbage from Staten Island. Okay, we love you. I think I do. I think it's Chris Christie. You see, Jersey. (laughs) Even though I'm your quintessential New Yorker, I'm not forgetting you. There it is. Where? Which town in New Jersey? So, you know, we moved around a lot. My parents, we, I mean, you know, we had, we went through a lot. My parents are my two heroes. We, we went through a lot, a lot of loss, a lot of like starting over again. Sure. But in New Jersey, we moved seven times and then they finally bought a house in Oakland. Okay. So yeah. you're literally from all, all of, of New Jersey. Jersey. I am global. <laughs> you are global. You are global. Yeah. So give us Jersey, and now how home did this? Is so home is where the heart is, <laughs> truly. Is, truly. And now it's Brooklyn, right? Yeah. So I've been in Brooklyn for almost twenty years. Isn't that crazy? But wait, back to tax attorney. How how did you okay, almost so, become a tax okay, attorney? Okay, so I was, you know, I I had my bachelor's in accounting, just you know, just trying to like to to do something. I don't even know why I picked that. Um, but I mean, you know, in, in college, I took a lot of law courses cause I do love to, uh, argue, let argue and people, <laughs> you know, let everyone know I'm right. <laughs> well, that's good. You, yeah. You have so, an education in it. Yeah, that's so good. It's not, um, it's not that it was just something I just picked out of a hat. Um, I did, I did gravitate towards that, but it was when I literally took the LSATs and I saw everyone else that's when like a light switch went off. That was like my moment of like, well, what are you supposed to do? And you know, as a when I was growing up, you know, I would make all these like cool designs with my clothes and I when I first moved to, to Tampa, I used to like at my at my uncle's dinner parties, I was the entertainment. Of course you I used were. to do like really? all the Michael Jackson dances. Yeah, like I, you know, so like this creative energy yeah. to like, to be, uh, create things that was, you know, that was in my blood. I, choreogra- I choreographed dance routines <laughs> with my cousins. So I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's funny because, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not different than other people. It's like we all, you know, we all have these like dreams, aspirations. And the only thing that really differentiates us is if you do it or if you not do it. Mm-hmm. So, but I think there's also our sort of, you know, our upbringing and different things that propel us to either not fear things or to fear things. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, given you guys escaped from Iran, I mean, that's pretty, that's huge. I mean, that's, that's impactful on your life. And something like that, maybe it 
instilled in you like there are bigger things i'm not going to fear this do you know what i'm saying so i mean i credit my dysfunction for giving me the courage to move to new york city by myself at 22 with no job or no friends so i just think that life circumstances certainly help build your character. which is also really brave you know i always i mean i only had to go across the river to, to new york so i always you know when people I, I love hearing stories of how did you come to New York? Oh, yeah. And my first friends I met on transportation. <laughs> One is is my accountant, and I met her on the subway. <laughs> I met a woman on a bus. She got me into Nell's club for my 23rd birthday. Like, I love it. Yeah. Because you're social. You like I'm to socialize. Social. Yeah. Yes. And I love to talk to people and get their life stories. I will tell you whatever you want to know about me, but I also really want to hear about you. So back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think... Um, I obviously was not supposed to become a tax attorney or any attorney, but, and then I think it was at that moment that I really started to like, um, seek what it is like I'm supposed to do. And I always, the one thing I did know was that I really liked helping people. And, and I also started to, um, I started to like really feel that there was something like, something like as far as like healing in in my body um and I remember and you know when I met Sonia my therapist she and like that was the reason why I was seeing her she really was trying to help me figure out you know what it is I'm supposed to do she didn't was she a traditional therapist she she was not she's amazing and I feel so fortunate because at that time like it was I think 70 or 80 dollars per session you know, she charges now like I think two fifty or three fifty. Wow. So but So she, she's very good at what she does. Yes. Oh yeah, she's she's incredible. And I also feel that you know, I started all of this even like, you know, my knowledge of, you know, of nutrition and toxicity and like ingredients and products, all of this happened for me in nineteen ninety eight. Okay. So this has been this has been a part of my life for a long time. You know, it's like 20, over 20 years of experience. But it's all been because I started to educate myself. And I, and then, like, you know, while trying to figure out what am I supposed to do with my life, da-da-da-da-da, slowly, you know, little things started coming in. And even becoming an esthetician, I was not planning on that at all. But again, it was because I was getting a haircut and there was this woman there from Aveda Institute talking, you know, to the people that she was training about this herbal product and this oil. And I don't know, I was like, and I was already like really moved by all of that. You know, like again, it was, you know, herbs and oils and crystals, all of that stuff. Reiki was already in my realm. Mm-hmm. My name actually in Farsi means precious stones. Interesting. And I was always collecting go. rocks and, you know, things like that. So, and at that moment, I literally, after the haircut, I went straight down to Soho and I asked them about, you know, their esthetic program. And they're like, okay, you have to do da 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 da. And I, once I was accepted, you know, I was in, in school the next month and got into, you know, told that guy to go golf. Mm-hmm. And started like in, started my journey. So, did you b- 
become interested in creating your own skincare line after you started taking those courses or had you already been interested in no so okay so i graduated in 2006 i became an esthetician and so in like the late you know late 2008 when my that's what we were talking about before when my aunt was diagnosed with terminal cancer and i was like i have to go to my country i have to go say goodbye to her or say hello to her and so and i was the head esthetician at clay and it was i was really bored there I needed new equipment and I wasn't getting it and it was just, you know, it was like killing me. Mm -hmm. So I resigned and I had bought this massage table, which I still have. And I was sitting in my kitchen and I said, you know what, maybe I'll just put together a little menu and I will invite some of my friends for a facial. And I said, oh, you know. I'll give them a cute little organic lunchbox to take with them. Then I was like, oh, maybe I'll put in little like presents in there. Then I, and then for the first time, I made some cleanse. Like I made my, you know, famous cleanser, and mm -hmm. I made some uh, some oils. And while I would, and then I went to Iran, and while I was, you know, away, um, this guy that was supposed to do my website, which he never did, and I was so pissed. But he emailed me. He's like, oh, um, he, he came in for a facial. Like, that was, like, part of our little trade. He's like, oh, by the way, you know, my girlfriend really liked those little, like, products that you had, you know, in the bag. And she wanted to know if he sell them. And I was like, no, but I could. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to name my skincare line? It was <laughs> so bizarre. And it just, like, happened like that. So wait, what was the website he was going to do for you? Just for massage and no, facial for stuff? yeah, for my oh, for okay, just for my. That's stomach. interesting to me, as far as like, okay, you so say the this passion like explodes <laughs> at you, right? What did you do next for that? What did you what were the like next three steps to making that a reality? So I said, what am I going to name my skincare line? And so when I was in Iran. And by the way, with my aunt, she was amazing. We were doing like yoga in her bed, like at the hospital. It was just like pretty amazing. And I feel like she really inspired my, you know, my skincare line to be born. So, and then after that was to, what am I going to name my skincare line? <laughs> and so when I was, when I was on that trip in Iran, I also decided to go to India, which is where I really had always wanted to go. And I remember um, in India, my home there is Tiruvannamalai, which is the um, the home of the Ramana Ashram. And so, and there's this really awesome little like chai shop across Ramana Ashram. Um, it's like the place to hang out. I mean, it has like dirt floors and stuff, like flies running around, <laughs> but it's like the place to be. And I met this guy and he was like, he was like really slender, so peaceful, you know, like this beard and he had beads all over him. His name wasn't Monty, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Our first guest was Call my back. old boss and <laughs> he lived in India for like 15 years and he's just now back. That's Brianna using her comedy skills. Callback. Callback. <laughs> so yeah, so he was like, you know, he, he was just this beautiful, like peaceful, like looking man. And then when, you know, we talked and da da da. And he was like, oh, let me give you my card. I was like, card? <laughs> like, oh, gosh, you know? And he gives me his card. And on it, all it said was, just be yourself. 
just be skincare. And so, like, I don't know what happened that when I was, you know, when I was trying to figure out what to call my skincare line, and for Nagin's purpose, ever since I was little, my, you know, my, my goal was to always try to, like, come as close as I could to being myself. Mm-hmm. That I can remember ever since I was little. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever I am, just, you know, keep coming closer to that person. And that person always evolves. And so, I don't know, it just, like, clicked. I'm like, just be. That's, you know, I'm, that's how I name my skincare line. And then you came back and just started developing different different products, different formulas. and. I mean, I have to tell you, yeah. it comes very natural to me to, okay. like, create stuff. I can, like, create something in, like, a second. Sure. Like, once I get into, like, my space... Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I do a lot of custom blends and products. And I usually also know what what my clients need before I see them during a facial. Interesting. Yeah. So how many different products do you have? Um, I have over 20 products, maybe even more. I haven't really counted everything. And she's been featured in Vogue. And, and Vogue, Elle, Amazing. New York Times, mm-hmm. Nylon. Your, your website also gives off this energy. Have you been on it? I mean, it's like, it's, I, I'm not trying, I'm not just saying it. Like, you're on it, and you're like, the, the color combinations, I'm clicking through, I'm reading all the, and it's like easy to read. It sounds strange, but... I mean, right? Why would I yeah. be, why would I, I mean, maybe I, I shouldn't say that, but like I normally wouldn't <clears throat> take interest so much in like a skincare website and something like that. But then I'm like reading and I'm reading and I'm reading and I'm clicking and Thank I was like, it, it comes through. And that's kind of what I wanted to say. It seems that there's this theme throughout all your stories is that whatever energy is present, you, you tap into it and then you surf it and you just kind of ride it out and see where it's going to take you and and idea you 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 pay attention it seems like to the ideas and the inspirations that come out of that it it ties into you being you i wonder if that has anything to do with having to leave you know like you know your country at such an early age and saying what else you know what else are we going to do we got to go and that kind of same uh you know that same kind of like well what else what else am i going to do i have to go and I'm, I'm gonna, and and the positive side of that is Here's something that inspires me. What else am I going to do? I'm going to tap into it because that's who I am. Does that seem true? Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad that, that you were able to, like, um, really perceive all of that because, and I think what you're talking about is to be in the flow. Mm-hmm. Because if we're in the flow and not really, like, plan or, like, super get stressed about things that are coming – we will live the life that is absolutely designed for our well-being. And, and it's, it's, it's funny that, you know, we're talking about this, too, because it's really important because I'm not a big planner. Like, really, like, making plans, like, really, like, I, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, oh, you want to have dinner in two weeks? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> right don't now? Know. Yeah, I, I do. I don't know my mood, you know? Yeah. And... And I also have a hard time, like, saying no sometimes. You know, that's, like, the Persian in me. We always, like, say yes to everything. And so being in the flow, a perfect example, two weeks ago I I needed um, a fish sitter. And my friend, I I text. Fish sitter? Like, to watch the fish that you have living in your apartment? 
But unfortunately, they both died. Oh, no. While this person was sitting One, them? yeah, and one what? I found. Yeah, it was, like, between, like, in a couple of days. Oh, no. But. <laughs> Sorry. Tom, it's okay. <laughs> but Tom, he left me with, like, a really beautiful lesson. It's, um, and it, like, being in the flow. Because I was thinking of, okay, I need to find someone to, you know, to to fish sit for me and i texted one of my other friends and she sort of like could but also couldn't and like i'm like okay let me just you know ask dion which was my original choice and i asked and i texted her and she was like i'm on my bike i can stop at your house in 15 minutes i can't talk okay i didn't even tell her anything and so she stops at my house and, like, literally, you know, in 15 minutes, I have a new, like, a fish sitter, and she takes him with her. And it was, like, and she was talking to me about the flow, and I'm, like, yes, I feel like I'm, like, really in the flow. And, you know, you can come in and out of the flow. It's really up to you. It's, like, you know, you can decide. Do you want to be in it, or do you want to take a break? Not even take a break, but just go against everything. You know, do, when do you find it easy for you to you? It seems like you find it easy to open the door and w- get into the flow and get out of the flow. H- how do you do that? How do you? Because she's not controlling. Obviously. I've been working. I've been working on myself for many years. Right. You know, I like the person that I am now and the person that I was when before I started working myself, completely different people. You know, it's um, <clears throat> I've de- I'm, I've been working on myself. So, back to what you said earlier about always wanting to be true to yourself, and and so would you say back then you strayed from that path and you've kind of found your way back? No, I've been nagging my entire life, and so I think at that time you were being true to who you were, but you needed to change. You needed to. No, I I never wanted to change. I was really just trying to. For me, to to be able, I think, like, for me, to be, I mean, look at, you know, you can take take a look at the world. It's not, it's not always a bowl of cherries. There's a lot of injustices in the world, you know, but there's also a lot of beautiful things in the world. Um, and it's being able to sort of, like, go, you know, ride this flow, ride this wave with, without having everything... Uh, impact your life, impact your, you know, your inner calm. Um, It's like, what do you, you know, it's like, what are you going to let trespass against this, like, this, like, circle? And and I work with this lovely Ecuadarian um, curandera, and she, like, drew this circle for me. She was like, this is your sacred space. You know, we have to draw that, this circle around us, and that's our sacred, s- sacred space. Like, what enters the sacred space? Mm-hmm. And ever since she did that, it, like, she literally drew a map for me. And, you know, your sacred space is, like, who can enter? Your son, your wife. You know, we have to really, re- really, like, choose and decide what can enter the space. Mm-hmm. I think that's good advice. And just from a, a practical standpoint, I think... You know, we do let some too many people have say or control or uh, affect our emotional state when, and it maybe it comes with maturity and maybe 
someone like you it feels like it came at a much earlier age you know but i think that's important you know even metaphorically to say who am i going to allow to influence me in good or bad ways you know mm-hmm. and and you can put the front up because i know for me too i also like to help and i also like to open myself up and say yes and mm-hmm. you know hang with people but there's definitely way too many people around that affect me in a way that i should give them zero opportunity to do that and uh, that's a that's a crazy good lesson yeah. actually i agree my space is definitely getting lighter what, what's your <laughs> website again tell the website it's um just be skinline yeah, like if you don't even need skincare products, but you just need to feel good about yourself, just go and but, read But she the would website. prefer that you <laughs> buy yeah. skincare. But I'm just saying, like, it's just that but kind also, of But also, you still do services, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to get in on this aura or of hers, this positive energy, get in her flow. <laughs> You should definitely yeah, schedule just, an appointment. If you want to just come over and just talk, I'll just listen for like an hour. <laughs> I don't know how much that costs, but like <laughs> I'm good with that. Cool. All right. Well, um, I had come up with a game, and um, it was going to be a day of beauty with, and I have different celebrities or people, well-known people, and I wanted you to tell us what you would do for them. Like do they need work on the inside, the outside? Um, Rapid so, fire. Yeah. It's meant to be yeah. humorous. It doesn't. And if okay. there's so, is there somebody well known that you would love to to provide services for that you feel that like on the inside could use some work or? Th- this is part of us being the humor resources yeah. uh, professionals here. Wait, did you say humor? Yeah, HR. <laughs> humor. This is our attempt at being funny. We yes. think we're funny. We hope you all think we're funny. Yes. but it's meant to be just lighthearted. Yes. Is there anyone? Um, that I would love to work with. Mm-hmm. Well, I love, love, love John Legend's wife, Christy. Oh, She's just, you know, and I think she does not need any work from the inside. She's just so like bubbly. And you want to be a part of that flow. I would love to. Um, I would love to meet her and maybe give her a facial or something. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll give her a call. Or it's okay. All right. She's super cute. So in that vein, the first person I have is Ellen DeGeneres. <gasps> so, love Ellen. Right. So you're thinking facial for her as well. You don't need to. Ellen. Um, yeah, I would. Again, I mean, you know, my facials are not really like a regular facial. They're like a, you know, full body yes, experience. Yes, I did have one of those. Yes, uh-huh. it's amazing. Is it weird that I feel like I'm getting one right now? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm peripherally enjoying this energy transfer <laughs> massage. Um, wow. Okay, I have another one. Chris Helmsworth. Um, maybe like some kind of uh, like energy work. Using, you know, sound and... I'm just going to give him... Regardless, he would need to be disrobed. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to jump in on that one, and I will also be uh, assisting you with that Miley can watch if she wants. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. That would be more of like... I'm open to that. Walking in and seeing him undress would be more of like, good Lord, what is... Is that your butt? Jesus, I can't believe it's Oh, my God, that's happened. Stop. I once had to give this guy like a wax, like on his shoulders, which never again. Josh, Josh could use that. Please no, don't, please don't even. And I <laughs> and when I went inside, that. and poor thing, he was like completely like <gasps> naked, like over the the blanket. And I was like, I mean, and I was like, ah! 
And I was like, oh, my God. Go under the covers. And he was so embarrassed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I once went to the doctor and put the robe on backwards so it was open in the front. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I don't need all that information. Uh, I was like, yeah, you do. Okay. One time, wait, wait. I had it just because you guys. I had a massage, and the woman put, like, a little, like, a washcloth over my front area. And uh-huh. then at one point, she goes, okay, now turn, turn over. And I was like. <laughs> How am I supposed to stay covered up with the little washcloth over oh, my body? You didn't even want to pretend it was a hand towel, Josh. Honestly, it was a washcloth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was like, ah, turn around. Ah. And, then I, and I was like, where do I put it now? I don't know. It's on the ground. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Okay. That, that's like a whole episode, you know? <laughs> Wait, the next one I think could use some work. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> you got to see the face she's making <laughs> right now. There's some inside work that needs to be done. Oh, there's teeth grinding. Yeah, we would, I think, like, I would do a lot of, like, sound, sound, sound work. Why sound? What does sound do? Well, sound. Are we we gonging at her head? Or, like, what what, (laughs) what kind of sound? Anything I can get my hands on. (laughs) Nails on a chalkboard. (laughs) No, but what does sound therapy do? So sound is one of the best ways to break negative energy. And it actually, it was brought into my realm right at the beginning of my career. Interesting. Yeah, my friend Christy, she she is my original sound teacher. And all she did was Nagin, you clap your hands three times. And it breaks sound. And I'm like, really? And so... That was like my first sound lesson. Interesting. How do you feel about hugging? Just uh, and not to be funny. Like I'm I find that good long hugs like are just so therapeutic. It doesn't matter if you know the person. No, or it not. does matter. It there doesn't are some matter. inappropriate hugs. No, out I'm there. saying like I hug people like at the show sometimes, yeah, and yeah. like no, that's people, lovely. it starts out I'm as being funny, as well. and then it's like this is a good hug, like a yeah. good hug. You're a good hugger. We'll have to give good, each other a good hug. Awesome. After. I got to charge you for that. Though. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Okay. All right, go. All right, I got Next. another one for you. I think you'll like Idris Elba. <gasps> um, I would probably do. I would probably give him a fabulous facial. Like to his own music. Mm. Interesting. Little DJ. Idris. Yeah. Um, a little sexy sound. <laughs> a little house you, music. Would you be robed? <laughs> this, what is it? Would you be robed at this time? <laughs> or would you be down to. That's a no comment I smile right there. <laughs> okay, what about Stephen Miller? <laughs> <laughs> the faces. Uh, he, oh, he's the. Um, He's the awful gentleman from the White House. He's the policy maker. Yeah, that's oh, against, okay. he's against immigration. I, so. I don't need to know these people. Okay. Yeah. So he wouldn't even be allowed in. Okay. And lastly, Josh I Hyman. I would send him a note. Last, last person, Josh. Oh, a facial, of course. I just shaved my beard for the first time in, like, years. You did? Yeah. How does it feel? Were your kids it. afraid of you? My daughter was like, I don't like this. Everybody else was like, I love it. My daughter was like, I want Scruffy Dad. And what about Ben? He ben was w- fine. Ben looked at me and went, no! <laughs> <laughs> Two-year-old. Yeah. But uh, but now she's like, she still likes the Scruffy, but it's weird, right? You would think they would like the smooth, but she likes Scruffy. Anyway, I feel a little naked. I'll be honest. All right. What would I get? I get a facial out of this. A facial, yeah. Yeah. See, can I get some? Can I get some sound? Yeah. So I mean, I I need my facials. Like I said, they're not really like a regular facial. It's not a traditional facial. Yeah. Like I use a lot of sound. There's obviously like as soon as like I touch anybody, like there's Reiki, and I use a lot of crystals, 
and I have all these like cool like things that I've made and you know. So I can just make an appointment on the website, yeah? Good. Yeah. Okay, good talk. All right. Well, since we are humor resource professionals, we do like to ask the painful question that most HR professionals ask, and that's where do you see yourself in five years? I see myself in a beautiful, beautiful home. In I'm surrounded by trees. Are, where are you? Are you in the I'm, place we I'm discussed? Trying to find, I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure that out. So maybe New Jersey, but not no, Tampa. No, tell them where you're going to. So, you know, it's funny because I was in Italy in January, and I love Italy. And I was supposed to actually live there with my ex-boyfriend, Daniele. Got it. Italian man, been there, done that. <laughs> so I decided not to move to, to Italy. You know, we broke up, and I stayed in New York, got my shit together. That is why I was not supposed to move to Italy. Mm-hmm. And so I just came back from Italy, and once I got back, for some reason, this one particular region, which I've never been to, started coming into my realm. And so I Googled it, and it's, you know, the Tuscany of the North, and this and that, and I'm like, oh, my God. So I booked another flight. To go there to visit? To go there and visit. I'm leaving next week. And Is my it near Lake Como? Maybe you could get a Malcuni as a, as a client. Maybe. I would love for her to be my client. There you go. She, I, she is a fantastic woman oh my god i was talking and about she's her today fun too her, the, she, she's like a wild party girl <laughs> while she was in she is pulled together i mean that woman can wear anything she's, she's amazing she, and she's amazing at what, like her career she's she's phenomenal and she married george clooney she's he's lucky yeah, oh he's the lucky one hell yeah yeah i, I think yeah. he also needs a facial oh yeah i would like to give him a facial okay. he needs some of my oils okay but anyway, so I'm going to Italy next week, and my friend said, Bella, why don't you take our house? It's paid for. You could have it, da, 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 da. And I said, okay, for a month. I don't know if I, da, da, da. It's like, you know what? Maybe I can go for a month and see, like, go there this time with intention of can I live here. Mm-hmm. Last week, she told me that the house is no longer available. And so a week before I'm going to Italy, I don't really know exactly where I'm going. But like my friend Patrick says, Queen Nagin, just like a kitty cat, you always land on your feet. So I'm going with that. Is that so that's where your your house would be? I'm going to see. Wow. That's kind of that's kind of shitty to promise you a month long place to stay. Well, I'm I'm not upset because I think like her plan. She's going with the flow. She's riding the emotional energy. Yeah. Oi. And I was, you know, last night I was supposed to have dinner with all my friends before I was leaving, and I mean tonight actually, and I texted them last night. I said I have to cancel. I I I I have shit to do, and I'm like I'm so overwhelmed. Even this morning, you know, I was, like, having a hard time, like, and so, like, this this whole thing, you know, you guys inviting me, like, following my dream, following your dream is not, it's sometimes scary, it's sometimes lonely, it's sometimes uh, unbearable, and it might come off as crazy, which is why not many people do it, mm-hmm. and 
I've always been the girl that likes a good challenge. And, you know, in my heart, I am I'm a warrior. And Patrick is right. I always land on my feet. And obviously, I was not supposed to go to her house and be in Umbria. So now I'm just, you know, I'm going to rent a car. I'm going to meet with my realtor on the 5th. Wow. And then take it from there. I've actually wanted to go to Cuomo. And I have a car, so I can go anywhere. I think that's the perfect lesson from this episode is be a warrior. It's scary to follow your dream, but go with the flow. Trust your heart. And it's a moving target. We've heard this before. Yeah, well, your yeah. dreams, you know, it's not Change. always just that it, it moves. It, 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 it grows. It gets bigger. It evolves. I mean, you know, one you might kind of reach one plateau, but then realize that there's more. But this is the simple explanation, which is follow your heart. Yeah. Your heart will guide you and just tap into that and hold on to that. I, I kind of think that you would be a great a person for, like, a reality TV show. Like, I don't mean that in, like, the drama that they put on some of these fucking shows, which are terrible. But I just would, like, love to go on that journey. <laughs> well, watch. Like, let's and just go. Be like, we have, going to we Italy. have a few let's days go. to create a show right, like, that's going to follow me I'm, to find my dream I, home. It's I'm called even, The Sanctuary. I'm not the even kidding you. You're home. telling me the story, and I'm like, well, that's episode four. Well, and, and it would be watch a positive reality yeah, as would. opposed to all the negative bitches. My Sorry. sister would love you. My sister lives in Miami. She's moving to Seattle. She's a PR person like like Brianna is, but she is also super into all of this energy and trusting yourself and opening your heart. Man, she would love you. I can't wait to tell her to look you up. What, in fact, what are your social media handles and, and everything like that? So I'm on Instagram. Um, it's Just Be Skinline. Um, At Just Be Skinline? Yeah, okay. J-U-S-T-B-E Skinline. Do you do Twitter or Facebook? I'm also on Twitter. I did quit Facebook a year and a half ago. Good okay. for you. Good for you. No. I can't, can't let it, it go. Me neither. Okay. Part part of my problem is it's liter- it houses so many of my photos of yeah. my you so know download. I I know oh yeah you can download so all of them. What about your website? It's uh com. Go check it out. Trust me, it was it was brought me light and positivity today. On a and he needed it. I did because I was having a rough morning. Yeah, but, he uh, did. Aww. We would just like to thank everybody again for listening and tuning in. And again, we appreciate you so much for spending some time thank with us. Thank you so much. I've thank missed you. you. I missed so you much. too. I feel like I've known you forever now. <laughs> um, we just uh, don't forget uh, our social to... handles are at Jobs Blow Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Right, jobsblowpodcast.com. We also started putting some live video up on our Jobs Blow Podcast fan page on Facebook, and we'll release some on YouTube too. So check it out if you want to see some of these interviews, the ones that we can capture. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and all the social media sites at Mr. Josh Hyman or my website, mrjoshhyman.com. Again, Thank you. Thank you to all your listeners. Thank you to Brianna. Oh, bro, you want to tell what your social Free media has one <laughs> on Instagram. It's almost like just the, it's nobody, the per- cares. nobody cares. Anyway, <laughs> but everyone cares. No, I, it's it's an ongoing joke. It's, it's a long it's, joke. She yeah. only just started releasing it last week. Yeah. Right. I don't know when Malik was whenever here. Malik was here. All right. All right. Great. Thank you so much. We'll Thank see you, you next time. Bye bye. I'm too fly for my suit and tie. And I'd rather die than work nine to five. And I'm too fly for my suit and tie. And I'd rather die than work nine to five. And that's why I don't wanna go to work. I just wanna chill and play all day. Look, I'm dead in the face and say. 
I wish I could just be still asleep while you were 